Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Progressive is proud to honor our veterans by donating vehicles to move their lives forward, especially in times of need. This year celebrates eight years and more than 750 vehicles donated. Learn more about their Keys to Progress program and plans for 2020 at keystoprogress.com. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn and complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance, which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all states or situations. All right, Raider Nation, welcome into Murph's Fan Cave for Raiders Fan Radio Conversation. World-renowned handicapper Brandon Lang of BrandonLang.com. He is also host of the Believe in the Sharp Edge podcast on the Believe Podcast Network, but that's spelled B-L-E-A-V. The guy is a world-renowned handicapper, as I mentioned, and so well that they actually made a movie about him, and uh, we'll talk about that here in just a minute, but we want to first welcome to the show Brandon Lang. Welcome, Brandon. What's up, Big Daddy? What's happening? Man, I'm excited to uh, to talk to you, man. This is a topic we hadn't explored yet on the show. Of course, you know, all of our conversations revolve around the Raiders in one way or another. So, of course, I want to ask you about the Raiders and what, you know, the betting opportunities look like for them in the course of the, the year upcoming. But first off, tell us a little bit about you. How'd you get your start? How long you been in the game and all that good stuff? Been in the game 30 years. Got my start in 1989. Just kind of hanging out in Vegas and sitting in the back of the Stardust Hotel and guys are like, you know, everybody asks everybody who everybody likes, you know, one guy, one guy, one guy. And so I gave out a play and then that game one next Sunday, I'm sitting there and same guy walks up and says, who you like? And I gave him a game and that one. And the next Sunday, I just kind of built there where there's probably 15 guys coming up to me. And so one thing led to another and I just kept validating my, my opinion with the right people. Pacino character heard about me in New York, brought me to New York, put me in a position to make a ton of money. And I went on a great six-year run, didn't like who I became, didn't like him, um, and didn't like the, 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 the boiler room mentality. And I just basically said, you know what, I'm out of here like a fat girl in dodgeball. So I quit, walked away, and uh, just kind of went out to Australia for, for three months, played some, played some basketball leagues. And, and uh, while I was over there, somebody said, you know, what you just did for six years would make a phenomenal movie. So I went back to L.A., took a job at Riviera Country Club as a caddy where I knew directors and writers and producers played golf. I figured I'd caddy for the right guy, pitching my idea. Done. Sure enough, three months later, met Dan Gilroy. Caddy for it, pitched him. Six years later, two for the money. That easy. 
Wow, very cool. So how accurate was the movie? Uh, was there any Hollywood license there, or did it stick pretty close to your story? You know, it, it, you got to be careful when you sign your life rights away, because they can portray you as a transsexual Satan worshiper, and there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, you just got to sit back and take it. But Unless you're into that thing, you know. Well, you know, you know <laughs> it's a whole different podcast conversation. <laughs> but <laughs> anyway, there's some looking trans out there. I don't know about you, but, you know. I know Eddie Murphy's coming in Santa Monica Boulevard at 2 o'clock. Yeah, there you go. So, you know, what are you going to do? Um, you know, Dan did a great job in the script. It was it was 85 percent true. I'm I'm still a little pissed and irritated every time I watch the movie that, the you know, we changed it from basketball to football because the movie takes place during a football season. So and Matt couldn't shoot a basket. Basketball is my sport. My high school basketball coach says I never saw a shot I didn't like. And he's he's exactly right. I was I was I was. I was a great, great, great shooter. Still am. I'm, I'll play horse. I'll play anybody horse for a thousand letter. Um, anytime, anywhere. I'm just an unbelievable shooter, trick shots, what have you. But the kid that they casted to shoot the basketball to the rim with no net, the beginning of the movie, still irritates me. That kid, like I said, um, that kid can't play a lick. At least get a <laughs> At least get a kid that tucks the elbow and follows through and get me a rim with a net and, and, and just, oh, I saw that. And I was just like, going, oh, my God, I hate this movie. I hate it. I hate this movie. It's horrible. So that was kind of, you know, that's kind of where we were, where, where we were. But overall, they, they Dan did a really good job and it, it stuck pretty true to form. Nice. Very good. Very good. Well, it's a fun movie to watch. If you haven't checked it out, you can find it out there on Amazon Prime and whatnot. It came out in 2005, I believe, right? Um, I remember when it came out. I went and saw it when, it when it came out. It's a good movie. I liked it. The Gambler's Anonymous scene and the dialogue that Dan wrote in The Gambler's Anonymous scene is as good a dialogue as you'll ever find on the planet Earth in describing what it feels like to gamble, what it feels like to lose, and the mentality of all that when you're in the heat of the moment. It's one of the most well-written scenes ever. And I tell people all the time, if you've never seen Two for the Money, just watch it for the Gambler's Anonymous meeting. And I have people go, you in it? I'm like, I don't know. You have to watch the movie. And then they'll watch the movie and they go, I saw you. That's great. And I go, listen, I'm only on screen for like two seconds. It's not a cameo. It's a cam. Because my wife, my wife says, I'm not on screen long enough to get the O. So we just call it my cam. <laughs> So uh, what, what would you say to those, to those folks that, again, this is a new topic for us and, you know, it's a subject that like with anything, if not done with responsibility and moderation that you can get yourself into trouble. And uh, so what do you, what do you say to those probably have not done this? We, we're not opposed to it. Like, well, I like gambling. I, like, I enjoy, you know, but in a very responsible way, what do you say to those, to those folks to, to keep it that way? Only bet we can afford to lose, set aside what you're going to bet for the week and that's it. And, and, and treat it as entertainment and enjoy it and, and don't try to become rich doing it because it's not a sprint, it's a marathon, it's a whole season. And so I tell people if it's 200 a week, then that's it. Set 200 aside and play with that for the week. If your minimum bet's 30, then bet 30. If it's 40, bet 40. Um, and you start there. Um, from that standpoint, if you have a best bet and you're going to put up, you're going to bet $100 for the day and you have a best bet, put 50 on your best bet and then use the other 50 and, and bet, um, bet a parlay or a T, you know, just or if you want to fool around with that, but don't ever bet more than what you bet on your best bet. Because, you know, how many times I meet people and see people and they go like this, wow, I, I hit my best bet, but I lost this game and that game, I lost this parlay and I'm losing money. And I'm like, well, how can you win your best bet and have a losing day? And that's kind of the business model at, at BrandonLang.com. We release, I have 10 handicappers on the website. 
and each guy releases one play and that's it. And then you can kind of go through and see which handicapper you like and, and bet his best bet and stick with him. And, and that's kind of, the, it's, it's, it's easier to hit one game than it is to try to hit four games. And that's the mistake that the general better makes is a general better make bet wants to bet every game on the board because it's just fun having action on every single game. Well, you can't do that. It's not proper money management to do that. I have, I have customers that I'll give them a game and They'll call me up and go, wow, I can't believe I lost that. And they go, what did I give you the best bet? Well, no, I like this, I like that, and I like that. I'm like, why are you betting 12 games? Stop. That's like walking into a strip bar and trying to figure out which stripper is the best one. Just pick one that you like, and that's it. (laughs) Don't dabble everywhere else. And another thing, don't ever go straight to the champagne room. Stop at the bar, get a drink, and see who's working before you make your best bet. I can't give the, I can't keep giving these free nuggets, man. It's just free. So, so are there any uh, are there any prop bets on whether Antonio Brown takes a snap for the Raiders in the preseason or the regular season? This is unbelievable. Isn't it crazy? It's crazy today. You, could, you know, you could kind of you know if you, if you watch Hard Knocks and, and I enjoyed John Gruden. If you watch Hard Knocks, you could you could see this coming. Mayock was fed up in episode three. When he said, listen, he met with the reporters and he said, enough, enough. We've been patient. We've supported him, but enough's enough. And you could see it coming. You could see it. He tested it. He tested it. And Drew Rosenhaus is getting his TV time or what have you. But you could see it. And he misses the walkthrough. Big mistake. And then he comes in and may I get into Max? says, you know what? Just go away. Go away week one. If your mind's not right, then, you know, and Mayock, I love Mike Mayock, by the way. And I, 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 I kind of deem Mayock and John Gruden like Jimmy Johnson and Jerry Jones. And instead of trading Herschel Walker and getting a bunch of picks, they traded Cleo Mack to get a lot of picks. Jimmy Johnson told Jerry Jones, hey, we're going to be terrible with or without Herschel. So let's go ahead and get rid of him when he's got value. And that's basically how they built their franchise for the three Super Bowl checks. So when you look at, you know, when you look at the Raiders, they did the same thing with Cleo Mack. And um, you're looking at a, at a Raider team that I think is going to be really, really good in the next few years. But this situation with AB, um, it's very disturbing for basically what the Raiders are trying to do as a team. It's just got the Terrell Owens feel to it. Yes. That's too bad. Yeah. So the, yep. the line swung on the Monday night game. So the Raiders were a favorite uh, in the Monday night. And now the Broncos are now a two-point favorite after this. At least that's the last I saw. What are your, what are your thoughts on that If for somebody that's going to put money on the Raider game this Monday? Wait. Just wait. Because if you're patient, I would almost venture to say that that line is going to go all the way to three. And when it gets to three, you take the Raiders plus three. Home dogs on Monday night are a 72% winner, historically speaking. Wow. That's a nugget right there. That's a good one. My job is to give you nuggets, strip bar advice, single (laughs) advice, life advice. It's not just about winners, brother. Guys, listen to your podcast with Brandon Lang. They get a whole, I'm just a kid from Michigan that married a dime piece. I'll kick my coverage from Tennessee to Alaska to, to, to Oakland. Um, very fortunate to have my 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 hot Filipino wife for a white boy from Michigan. He's got the bald spot going in the crown, and I'm looking for that spray, you know, the spray you put on your head. Yeah, the, so I'm, 50, yeah. So I'm 56. My wife's 46. If you Google Brandon Lang's wife, if your listeners Google Brandon Lang's wife, they're gonna go, oh my 
God, look at this guy. Look at Mark Bucker, Zuckerberg's worth zillions, and my wife's hotter than his. I don't, <laughs> you know, take that, Zuckerberg. But people ask me all the time, what was it like having Matthew McConaughey play you? And my answer always remains the same. When I'm 65 and I walk in that bedroom, I can say, honey, close your eyes. Here comes Matthew McConaughey. Matthew McConaughey. All right, all right, all right. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, that's awesome. All right. So, uh, well, hey, before we let you go, tell, tell us, so speaking of that, tell us a little bit about how the dynamic has changed, man. So the, the, the betting world is much different than it was at the time that move the movie portrays, or even the, the time when, when you were up and coming and all that. So what about it now with everything's online, right? Like everything with all the, yeah. you get apps and all that. So how is your world different now? So for me, when the movie first came out, your margin of error to go on a losing streak was five or six days that guys would stay with you and let you work through it and and hang in there. And then here comes the winning streak and you're good to go. Where it's changed now is your margin of error is so small. I'll give you a perfect example. I've had probably the best summer of my career. Winning June, winning July, uh, went on a, I hit 12 games in a row in August. I started the month one and four and then reeled off 12 in a row. And I don't like five new guys came to the site and bought number 13 in a row and they lost. And they, they email my customer service team and say, he sucks. He's the worst. You're like, I just hit 12 in a row and you didn't get any of those 12. And you come in here for number 13 in a row and you lose. And now I stink. And so of those five guys, one guy came back. The other four never came back. I reeled off five more in a row. Then I lost two and reeled off four more in a row. So the overall runs 23 and seven. Um, and it just goes to show you, when you get a movie made about your life and you're Brandon Lang, I can't win enough to sustain the demand of people that want my pick. So all you can do is just grind it out and just try to avoid two or three game losing streaks, which I've been able to do the last the last three months and just turn out a product where it's been it's been pretty rock solid these last three months. It's been a good summer. So but the bread and butter is the NFL. A couple plays for your for your listeners, like the Jaguars plus four and a half over over Kansas City. Um, I just think that the Jags last year with Blake Bortles, who was terrible. I mean, talk about not being able to play dead in the Western. That boy was bad. And despite Blake Bortles, the Jags were a home underdog three times. They went three and zero against the spread with two outright wins over Seattle and New England. Nick Foles is in play this year. That defense is intact. You have a Kansas City defense that me, you, and three strippers there in Tennessee could have got open on that defense and gained 100 yards, I guarantee you. So that defense going on the road in this situation, give me the Jags plus four. And Pittsburgh Steelers, Mike Tomlin, last six times as an underdog. The Steelers are 6-0 and against the spread with five outright wins. There's do's and don'ts in life. Don'ts, don't ever give a stripper your credit card in the champagne room. The do's. Jump on the Steelers anytime you get them as a dog. All right. Good stuff. Good stuff, Brandon. Bringing, bringing it to the, uh, the RFR listening audience. So y'all, uh, y'all hit those, man. And uh, I, we trust his opinion. And uh, we appreciate your time. So give us, uh, give us a little shout-out to uh, about what you think about the Raiders long-term before we go. What are we, what are we looking at for this season? What are the odds? Uh, if I were to, to go and, and, and lay down 100 bucks on the, on the Raiders to win the West, am I, am I crazy? Yes. <laughs> yeah. But I, I think their win totals four. Really? Uh, four or five. It's, it's low. It's, it's four. I, I would. Be- is that outright wins or is that bet? That's just, yeah, that's just win. That's just how many games are going to win this year. I think it's four and I would bet over that. I put you a hundred dollars on that. And 
I believe within five years, John Gruden will have the Raiders in the Super Bowl. Boom. In five years. I believe Boom. that. Awesome. Awesome. All right. That's perfect. Yeah. Well, Brandon, man, uh, it was great talking to you. I appreciate you sharing your story with us. Appreciate you sharing the, uh, the wisdom, man, and, and, uh, and, and dropping some, some picks on us. And uh, we'll look forward to having you back here on, uh, on Raiders Fan Radio. Bro, bro, I would love it. And I got some unbelievable caddy stories from Riviera Country Club when I was trying to get the movie made. The Jack Nicholson, Dennis Hopper story. When I tell that story... I get high on marijuana again, telling the story <laughs> of how high they got me. I get high telling the story. I can't drive. I like I want to go into Dick's Walk and eat like fifty wings after I tell the story. They got they got me high every hole. Like Dennis Hopper would not let me. He made me smoke weed every. He goes, "You want to get tipped? You better hit this." It was it's one of the most epic caddy stories in the time. So next time I come on, I'll tell the story because I, I don't smoke weed anymore. But it's I get high telling that story, so I, I get a little buzz going. Oh man, perfect. Well, we love to hear it. Awesome. Well, we'll definitely right, we'll definitely get you back on. Thanks again, BrandonLang.com. Thank you, Brandon. Got it. Thanks, bud. See, See you. Bye bye. Hi, it's Jamie, Progressive's Employee of the Month, two months in a row. Leave a message at the... Hi, Jamie. It's me, Jamie. I just had a new idea for our song about the Name Your Price tool. So when it's like, tell us what you want to pay, hey, 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 and the trombone goes, blah, 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 and you say, we'll help you find coverage options to fit your budget. Then we just all do finger snaps while a choir goes, savings coming at ya, savings coming at ya. Yes? No? Maybe? Anyway, see your practice tonight. I got new lyrics for the rap break. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Let's say you just bought a house. Bad news is, you're one step closer to becoming your parents. You'll proudly mow the lawn. Ask if anybody noticed you mowed the lawn. Tell people to stay off the lawn. Compare it to your neighbor's lawn. And complain about having to mow the lawn again. Good news is, it's easy to bundle home and auto through Progressive and save on your car insurance. Which, of course, will go right into the lawn. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company affiliates and other insurers. Discount not available in all stages or situations. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com. Driving plays a big part in driving the local economy. It helps us all get where we're going and creates good jobs close to home. At Synovus Energy, our refineries in Toledo and Lima are a reliable domestic source of gasoline, diesel, and jet fuel. Plus, more than 2,300 employees and contractors work for us here in Ohio. See how we're helping local communities move forward at synovus.com.